Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. It's, it's your brother again. Uh, mm. This stuff is just... This stuff about this homosexual rituals in Hollywood is just going crazy. It's out of control. I mean, we're talking about... Now, let me take y'all all the way back to yesterday what I was speaking about when I was talking about P. Diddy and then Will Smith and then the brother Y.K. Osiris said, uh, not Y.K. Osiris, uh, the other young brother, Brayshire Gray from Empire said that Will Smith and Puffy forced them into sexual acts. Now, that's one young guy. Then we already know about Y.K. Osiris staying at Puffy's house or P. Diddy's house and how we already know how Y.K. Osiris is, his character. He has a feminine character, right? We know that. But the plot just keeps thickening and it just keeps thickening. Just as I said yesterday, there's more people going to come out. There's more people going whose names going to come up in these homosexual rituals. And now this is no secret. This is no surprise to anyone who's been paying attention over the last many, many years is now Will Smith now wants to address the allegations. <clears throat> Excuse me. He wants to address the allegations that says that him and Puffy or P. Diddy had been engaged in sexual acts together. Will Smith wants to address those allegations. I want to take y'all back for a minute, though. Do you all remember when earlier this year, when rumor came out, allegation came out, from Will Smith's former best friend or assistant and the brother, I think his name was Bilal, he said that one day he went up to the room to get Will Smith and when he opened the door, he seen Dwayne Martin behind Will Smith engaging in a sexual act with Will Smith, bent over. Do you all remember that? Now, Let's go. So now we go from Will Smith has always had rumors circulating around him about his sexuality. That was that should be no secret to anyone that that tag has been on Will Smith since day one. Right. No secret. So. We go from there, and now we're talking about Will Smith. And we can go back to his first movie, which was Six Degrees of Separation, where he had to kiss a man. At the time, Will Smith was broke. He had no money. He had spent all his money up, all the residual benefits that he received from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He, he spent all his money up. And so now... Will Smith was broken and he was looking for someone to help him get back on his feet. And who swooped swoop down with that cape? That black cape on his back. Who swooped down? None other than 
Quincy Jones. I'll get to him in a minute. But I just wanted you to follow what I'm saying. So now, so now here we have Will Smith, who is, uh, he's broke at the time. He doesn't have any money because he spent it all. So now you have Quincy Jones helps Will Smith out to help him get back on his feet. Quincy Jones, as you all know, is a great, big, phenomenal music producer of some of the biggest artists in the entire world and some of the biggest hits in the entire world. That's Quincy Jones. Now, however, I want you, I want to take y'all back a little bit further than the 1990s with Will Smith and Quincy Jones. I want to take y'all back to 1979. Who produced Michael Jackson's hit album, Off the Wall? Quincy Jones. So, and we know that Michael Jackson, you know, Michael Jackson was suffering from something. I, I, I love the brother as an entertainer, but we know that Michael Jackson, his sexuality has always been questionable. And now I'm just showing you who was on the scene with Michael Jackson at the time that his sexuality was in question. It was none other than Quincy Jones. So, so now we have Quincy Jones in 19, in the 70s. We have Quincy Jones in the 70s. He produced a lot of the artist's music in the 70s and the early 80s. So now you have a brother named Will Smith who's struggling, who's down on his luck at the time because he spent all of his money from his musical career with Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. And then when he went to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, he spent a lot of his money. So now he was kind of broke and he needed to get back on his feet. Who showed up to his assistance? Will Smith was 19 years old at the time. Who showed up? Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones is said to have invited Will Smith to a party. He said he he invited Will Smith to a party. Also at that party was this young brother named Tevin Campbell. Tevin Campbell came out as gay a few years ago. Tevin Campbell was at this party that Quincy Jones invited Will Smith to. Also at the party was a few other celebrities. A few other celebrities, big name celebrities that Will Smith named in his book. So I'm not just talking this stuff that Will Smith said in his book. Uh, so now I just want to bring you all's attention to something. So now for many, many years, Quincy Jones has been said to be the gatekeeper of homosexual rituals in Hollywood. He has been said to be the gatekeeper of homosexual rituals in Hollywood. He's the secret keeper. He's the glue. So let me say, 
So now Quincy Jones, who is behind, who is behind Will Smith, we already know that. Quincy Jones is behind Tevin Campbell. We already know that. Quincy Jones is behind Michael Jackson. We already know that. But I wonder, did anybody know this? Or does anybody remember this? When the brother Tupac was dating Quincy Jones' daughter. He was dating Quincy Jones' daughter. And by the way, Quincy Jones' daughter, her best friend was Aaliyah. Aaliyah was dating R. Kelly early on and then Dame Dash at a young age, however age, whatever age she was with R. Kelly, whatever age she was with Dame Dash. So now, let me, let me bring y'all back in. So Tupac is dating Quincy Jones's daughter. Tupac did an interview with uh, Angie Martinez where Tupac said that he don't mess with Quincy Jones no more. If anybody remember that interview back in the early, back in the mid-90s, obviously it had to be the mid-90s because Tupac uh, met his demise in 1996. So it was like 94, 95. And Tupac talked about Quincy Jones. He said he don't mess with Quincy Jones. But, but guess what? He also said that Quincy Jones tried to come on to him. Tupac said that Quincy Jones tried to come on to him. Now here's a guy, here's a guy allegedly trying to come on to Tupac when Tupac is dating his daughter. He's dating his daughter. And the father is trying to come on to the daughter's boyfriend. It gets even deeper. Because if anybody remember the interview, Tupac said that Quincy Jones tried to proposition him to have sex with him. Quincy Jones asked Tupac to put his penis into Quincy Jones's butt, engage in homosexuality. This was the allegation made back in 1994-95 by Tupac against Quincy Jones. Listen, y'all, this stuff is ridiculous. This stuff is ridiculous. This homosexuality, I have nothing against anyone for their sexuality. I have nothing whatsoever against that because I am not the judge of whoever. I'm the judge of me and only me. I am just pointing out this line of homosexuality that has been going back and has been uh, people's character has been suspect for decades. Decades.
1979, Michael Jackson come, up, come out with Off the Wall Record, produced by Quincy Jones. Come on. Will Smith come out, 1999, he broke. He needs some help. Quincy Jones come to his rescue. Tevin Campbell come out. He want to do something with his life and his musical career. Quincy Jones come to his aid. Puff Daddy, P. Diddy. He looked back to this brother, Quincy Jones. At one point, Quincy Jones had words, bad words to say about Puff or P. Diddy. He had bad words to say about him. But something changed because after a while, Quincy Jones said, no, I have nothing against P. Diddy. He's a great musician. He changed his whole tune up. It is speculated that he changed his whole tune up because he realized that P. Diddy was a part of the same homosexual ritual as he was. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. So listen. So again, I have nothing against anyone for however they express themselves. That's not why I am on here talking about this. I'm on here talking about this because it just, it's like a snowball that's going down a hill. It's people are coming out and we have to protect, we have to protect the integrity of our children protect the integrity of our young ladies you know because we are totally against anyone being abused in any type of way we are totally against anyone being abused whether that's a man woman or child we are against that I'm just giving you a timeline that I can remember going back to 1979 and coming up to all the way from Tupac. And they have always said that Quincy Jones has been the gatekeeper. That's not hard to believe at all that he's been the gatekeeper because look, look who he attaches himself to. And look who his protege is now, who his protege attaches himself to. So it is said, it's like at any job you go to in, in, in life, any job you go to, if you rise to a certain status at that job, now the people at the job look to you for your leadership to bring other people in, convince other people to join forces with us so we could build this company. And that's what's going on in Hollywood. You know, we look to people to bring people in. Rappers do it all the time. They find somebody who can rap, they want to help them out. Singers do it all the time. They find somebody who can sing, they want to produce them. Write music for them. Whatever the situation may be. It's done all the time. This is done no different in this secret society that's being exposed by the news right now. 
I mean, it's not just the news that's exposing this. It's people from the secret society that's coming out. You know, I hate it when I seen the allegations against P. Diddy from Cassie. I hated it. But I understood that the truth is going to rear itself regardless of whether it was Cassie or somebody else. It just so happened that it was Cassie. And so I knew from that moment that if any of those allegations were true, R. Kelly, Weinstein, listen, the list goes on. The list just goes on. But I'm going to tell you what I don't like about this story. I'm going to tell you what I don't like about the story. Do you notice how the news, do you all notice how the news is making sure that they highlight a particular people in these type of stories as if it don't go on somewhere else. Yeah, as if it don't go on somewhere else. They highlighting this fact. They highlighting that fact as if this behavior doesn't go on amongst other races. And we know, and I have a list of people who have come out, great actors. And again, we are not speaking bad against anyone's sexuality because everyone has the freedom of choice, whether we agree with it or whether you agree with it or not. They have the freedom to choose what they want to do with their life. And I support that. They have that freedom. I support that. I didn't say I agree. I support that if the law says that we have the freedom to express ourselves in a manner befitting to us, then who am I to try to take that right away? Who am I to say that they're wrong for expressing themselves in a manner that the law says they can do. I can have, I can keep my personal opinion. Everybody got opinions. Everybody got an opinion. And I, I think people know what my opinion is. But I'm not on here to put down anyone, belittle anyone, or anything like that. Because that's the problem with us today. We look upon what others do and then we judge them and put them down as if we're so perfect. But again, let's get back to the story. So, so now we have Quincy Jones is said to be the OG gatekeeper. The OG gatekeeper. He is like the godfather of transgression in Hollywood. He is like the godfather of leaders who are 
then to teach others to follow his lead and his steps to bring other people into this society. These allegations been circling around Quincy Jones for many years. So this really is nothing new. But it's just coming full circle because some of his students are now in the news. I think that one day it was going to come out anyway. But the allegation with Cassie brought so many things to light. It brought so many things to light and so many people were then thrown under the bus. So many names were then brought to light. Some of our heroes in music, some of our heroes in, in movies, TV shows, R&B, some of our heroes' names have been brought up now. And, and I have to say, hey man, if you did it, you deserve for your name to be brought up. Because we stand with, we stand with, and we stand for the rights of the people. We know and we have faith in and we stand up and stand for anyone who has suffered any type of abuse. We stand with them. So when I speak, I'm speaking out of respect for those victims. I'm speaking out of respect for those victims. But again, that's not to say that these brothers did anything because I don't have the facts. I can only go with the tidbit of evidence that has been revealed in the news. I don't have the facts. So why I'm not going to find these brothers or these sisters guilty or, or cast the net over them and talk dirty about them because they have allegations that have been made against them. Because allegations have been made against many of us that we have denied. Many allegations have been made against me in particular. And I denied all of them many times. And society condemned me based on those allegations. So I definitely understand. I definitely understand the allegations and and I want us to understand that we're talking about our children we're talking about our community we're talking about our our culture being hijacked and our people being indoctrinated and forced to undergo rituals that some people do not agree with but in order but in order to achieve certain levels of success they have been indoctrinated to think that they have to engage in this ritual right 
the godfather of this ritual, who I personally can go back to producing him producing music in the 70s for many artists. The most notable that everyone knows is Michael Jackson. And we already know that know, uh, Michael Jackson, you know, always been questioned. We know that. We know that Will Smith has always been questionable. We know that. Still love the brother Will Smith. Still love the brother Quincy Jones. We know that Puffy or P. Diddy has always been questionable. We still love the brother. That's still our brother. Right? That is still our brother. I want us to keep in mind that despite the road that some of us travel in life, despite some of the bad decisions that some of us make in our lives, we are still and always will be somebody's brother, somebody's son, somebody's father, and somebody's friend. And we must not lose sight of that because those particular characteristics represents our humanity. That's what represents our humanity even when we're not acting humane. Even when we're not acting humane, we are still human beings. It must be acknowledged as such. But that don't take away from the fact that when you step out of line, when you step out of line, you must be held accountable. Whether it's to your wife and Will Smith case, you know, and I mean, Jada, guilty of it too, though, but uh, you have P. Diddy, who who produce artists. He have a certain moral obligation that apparently, according to some stories, he broke that oath of obligation. Uh, you have Quincy Jones, who had an oath and obligation to uphold when he when he came in contact with artists that he wanted to work with and produce. So, so we're talking about morals and principles right now. I'm not talking about, and there, there someone put down Usher, absolutely. Brother T.D. Jakes had an oath and obligation to the church. If any of the allegations are true against him, as I said yesterday, he must apologize to his church. He owed the church that much. And again, notice that I said if, because I am not condemning that brother. I am not condemning him because I don't know what's behind door number one. Only he do and God do. But I do know what's in front of door number one is allegations. That's what I do know. I do know that history has shown that 
once allegations get out and people begin to see other people become strong and stand up for themselves and tell their story, other people find strength in that and draw strength from that and they come out to tell their story. I do know that much. So, we're talking about, and I'm, I'm trying to choose my words carefully because I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want no one to be offended by the things that I say because I mean no offense whatsoever. I'm just speaking my mind, speaking how I feel about the situation. And I'm, and I'm trying to balance, you know, respect for these brothers and sisters, as well as respect for any victim in a situation. I have to respect the victims. I have to respect the offenders because it is said that we are innocent until proven guilty. And that's just in a court of law. None of these brothers have done any engaged in any criminal activity that they have been found guilty of. So therefore we must respect their position because if they engaged in activity that's immoral to some of us, it's still not a crime. Let me say that again. Even if they did engage in immoral behavior, it is still not a crime. And therefore, we cannot and we should not try to make them guilty of a crime that they did not commit. They engaged in immoral conduct, maybe. Because at the, at the end of the day, which one of us can say that we was there to see them engaged in that conduct? We only going by third-party information. And we going by some of our gut. We going by some of our gut. Because it's like, it's like, we know what we're looking at when we open our eyes. Sometimes we got to get a little focused, but we know what we're looking at. So we know what we're looking at when we hear Puffy or P. Diddy talk about taking men shopping. We know what we're hearing when we're hearing P. Diddy calling me and daddy. We know what we're hearing when we hear P. Diddy talk about love is love and his posture. We know what we was looking at when we seen my young brother, Tevin Campbell. We know what we was looking at when we seen T.K. Osiris. We know what we was listening to when we heard about T.K. Osiris stand with P. Diddy. We know what we was listening to and we know what we was thinking. We know what we was thinking when Will Smith was in that first movie and he engaged in that scene that some of us may have deemed to be inappropriate. We know what we was thinking then. 
We know what we was thinking when Quincy Jones stood behind Michael Jackson and then stood behind Will Smith and then stood behind Tevin Campbell. We know what we was thinking in our heart of hearts. We know what we was thinking. Some of us just didn't express it. Because, you know, we was told and taught that sometimes if you don't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. And some of us take that to heart. So some of us kept our thoughts to ourselves and keep our thoughts to ourselves. But that doesn't mean that those thoughts don't exist in our mind. You know, because I think back to the story of Dwayne Martin and, and Will Smith and, you know, the allegation that was made there. And then I think about how Tisha Campbell filed for divorce from Dwayne Martin. And then she put out a post that was very suggestive. It was very suggestive. After she divorced Dwayne Martin, who is said to have been in a relationship with Will Smith at one point. And it's also rumored that Will Smith paid him $2 million to keep their secret. That was rumored too. That was in the news as well. This is not something that I'm saying. This was in the news as well. So, Tisha Campbell divorced Dwayne Martin in 2018. And she began to post stuff on, uh, uh, what was it at the time? Twitter. And it was very suggestive things that she posted alluding to Dwayne Martin and Will Smith. Then, one of the other people that Will Smith and P. Diddy have been said to be intimately connected to was Jamie Foxx. Come on, man. I can't make this stuff up. Jamie Foxx. And then we know the story. We heard the story about Ja Rule and his wife when they got into it. She said that uh, uh, P. Diddy had taken Ja Rule shopping. They went to an adult toy store. So P. Diddy and Ja Rule go shopping at a, an adult toy store. And after that, Ja Rule's wife accused P. Diddy of turning out Ja Rule. So, again, we talking about this grooming. We talking about grooming. Yeah, Ja Rule. We talking about grooming. So, when P. Diddy is talking about taking people shopping, like when the game said that P. Diddy tried to come on to him, 
50 Cent say the game tried to come on to him. We seen 50 Cent try to come on. I mean, we seen uh, P. Diddy try to come on to uh, Fabulous right on, I think that was Drink Champs. We seen that with our own eyes. Heard that with our own ears. We heard Jamie Foxx talk about how steamy, how steamy P. Diddy parties be. How steamy P. Diddy's parties be. We also heard 50 Cent say, I don't go to P. Diddy parties. That ain't, that ain't my cup of tea. And shortly thereafter, he began exposing everything that he knew about Diddy and those sexual ways. But again, let me add this caveat. That doesn't mean that he committed any criminal activity because he engaged in uh, his sexual preference. Let me say that again. That doesn't mean that he's guilty of any criminal activity because he engaged in his sexual preference. I'm just, I'm just iterating some of the stories that surround this brother P. Diddy that some of us may not have even thought about, remembered, or even heard about had it not been for the situation with Cassie. Some of us would not even be talking about brother T.D. Jakes if it not been for the situation with Cassie. Some of us would not be talking about Will Smith anymore because Jada, uh, uh, Jada, what her name, Jada Smith, whatever her name is, uh, yeah, uh, y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, she talk enough about him as it is. Jada Pickett. Uh, some of us wouldn't be talking about Brayshire Gray from Empire if it wasn't for Cassie allegations against Diddy. We wouldn't be talking about YK Osiris if it wasn't for Cassie's allegations against Diddy. And so... If Cassie's allegations are true, man, we owe her a round of applause. If her allegations are true, we owe her a round of applause for standing up. Even if when the money came out, she sat down, which is questionable to me. But nonetheless, that don't mean that she made up the story. Especially when there's so much evidence in support of some of the things that she have said. So I don't want us to turn our back on Cassie because it was her allegations against Puppy that brought about so many other names in this sex ring, in this sexual ritual, homosexual ritual. I don't want us to think bad of Cassie I want us to look at Cassie and say, man, if it wasn't for her, a lot of things would have remained a secret that should not be kept a secret. We need to be informed. We need to be informed because we're being, we're being indoctrinated every single day with images of people who are Absent these allegations and these rumors that we hold as our 
idols and our leaders and things like that. So sometimes we need that reality check. I think this that time that we needed that reality check. I appreciate the reality check because as I said on my on a previous podcast, man, I looked up to Brother T.D. Jakes. I, list, I can listen to Brother T.D. Jakes and his power, the power in his voice, the inspiration and motivation in his voice. I'm inspired. Even today, I had to tell somebody today that even in the face of adversity that these brothers are going through right now, it's not the messenger that I'm concerned about or that I listen to. It's his message. His message still holds true. We could talk about R. Kelly in that sense. His music is still phenomenal. Despite what people may think about the brother R. Kelly. His music is still and always will be classic. You know what I'm saying? So, so when I talk about these brothers, I'm talking in all due respect. With all due respect, I talk about these brothers because I, I understand how it feels to have allegations made against you that you may not have done. Or you may have done some of it, but not all of it. I understand it all too well. I was condemned by society based on allegations uh, about me for a crime that I did not commit and spent 28 years in prison. So I understand. I stand with brothers and sisters who are being falsely accused of anything. I stand with my brothers and sisters. But I also stand as an impartial person when it comes to if someone did commit some type of acts that they have been accused of, I stand right in the middle to say, if you did it, you got to accept, accept your guilt. Be accountable. Accept responsibility. I, I accept that. You know what I'm saying? So, so me, I sit up and, uh, I don't, I don't sit back and try to tear brothers down because they did this or they did that. I don't do that. I'm just telling the story from, from T.D. Jakes to Will Smith, even Tyler Perry, y'all know, uh, to Quincy Jones, the P. Diddy, Tevin Campbell, Bashir Gray, YK Osiris, uh, they tried to hit on game. Chris Brown, 50 Cent. Uh, you got Ja Rule in there. You got, he tried to hit on Fabulous. So it's like the list goes on. The list just goes on. You know, somebody said that why TD Jake's partying with sinners? You know, I, I'm not going to even touch it because I'm a sinner. You know, I'm still in the process of finding myself. So 
I'll be doggone if I go to judging somebody else because they finding they self. People look at men and women in suits, clean silk suits and, and looking all nice and smelling all good. And we assume that everything is all good. It's not always all good. Sometimes brothers and sisters go through some stuff. We go through some stuff. That's life. But I tell you this here. If we stand up and be accountable and hold ourselves accountable for some of the bad decisions we make, we'll be better off in our lives because now we will be standing on morals and principles. We will not fall for anything because we will be standing for something. We will not fall for anything because we will be standing for something. And so now when you go back and you look at the rainbow rituals in Hollywood. Now, if we look at it from a moral perspective, we can make judgment calls. But our judgment calls will be restrained by our understanding. We will begin to understand situations better and that will help us help restrain ourselves from casting blame and, and looking down upon people for the bad decisions that they make or decisions that they make that's not consistent with a decision that I make. It doesn't make them wrong because they're doing something that I wouldn't do or something that I deem immoral or moral for that matter. That doesn't make them wrong. That doesn't make them guilty of a crime. I speak of this because I speak of the morals. I speak of the morals, not some criminal act. I want them to accept moral accountability. Moral accountability. This means that if you are a leader in this field and you have a following of people and you made an oath to these people to uphold their standards and walk with them and lead them down the path of that will lead them to a place of peace and happiness. Then you owe it to the people when you find yourself off that path. You owe it to the people to apologize to the people. Again, that doesn't mean you're a criminal or you committed a criminal act. I'm just saying once you have leadership has been bestowed upon you and you have taken that mantle and you've taken ownership of it. We owe the people. We owe the people our apology, our leadership, etc. If you're in the music industry and you have uh, gathered a following of people who supported you through your trials and tribulations and who support your career and looked at you as an upstanding individual. Although you knew that you engaged in Im immoral, some immoral con conduct, you owe it to the people to come forward, apologize and let them know 
that some of your decisions may not be sound in the mind of many, but in the lifestyle that you live, you accept the decisions you make. That's accepting responsibility. And, and when we're talking about these, our brothers, some of the godfathers of this whole music and entertainment industry, when we're talking about these brothers, you know, that's like, that's like saying your parents at home. Your parents at home engaging in stuff and you end up picking up that same habit. And you run with that habit and that habit causes you to self-destruct. The parents bear some of the responsibility. The parents bear some of the responsibility for the decisions of the child. Because as soon as that child achieves a certain level of success, the parents are going to run, break their neck to come and say, that's my child. That's my child. Right? That's what the parent do, right? That's the same way the parent got to accept responsibility for causing an environment to be where the child would make such a bad decision or immoral decision, whether it's criminal or otherwise. And that's what I think of Quincy Jones. He knew for decades that he is, was, and will always be acknowledged as one of the godfathers of the music industry. He owe it to these artists, especially these young artists. Did YK get touched? I don't know if he got touched. But I will say that the rumors circulated about him being touched and him being in a relationship with uh, P. Diddy. But Quincy Jones, to me, owes a responsibility to all of the music fans across the world whom know who he is, whom honor him in his position, whom respect him as being a leader, one of the greatest producers to ever live. I think he owe it to his listeners, his followers, to at least let them know that he apologized because some of the decisions that he made may have caused the self-destruct of so many people behind him. And again, I'm not saying that Quincy Jones is guilty of any crime because he's not committed any crime that I know of. We're talking about moral conduct. And, and say, wait for that to happen, huh? Somebody said, wait for the Quincy Jones to uh, apologize. In other words, that's not going to happen. And I don't think it's going to happen either. You know, that's just wishful thinking. But as someone, as a social and criminal justice uh, advocate and reformist, 
and abolitionists. I see things like this and I only want the best for the victims. I want the best outcome for the victims. There, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of victims who may not have been touched, who may not have been assaulted, who may not have been uh, offended in some uh, bad way. But we are all victims when it comes to how we held someone up like Brother T.D. Jakes and he let us down. We're all victims. And so with that, I'm going to say, I think about Kanye West too. You know, people call him crazy, but, but you got to listen to him. I think that you crazy if you don't listen to him. Because I learned that we tend to give negative titles to people in conversations that we don't understand. We'll say, that's stupid. That's some crazy stuff. He crazy, she crazy. Just because we don't understand. Maybe if we learn to understand better, be patient listeners, maybe then our understanding of life will grow. And maybe our appreciation for one another will grow. Maybe then. But I'm going to say this and I'm going to close. I want to say this because I think that this is very important. This is a very important topic, particularly for the black community. You know, these type of topics have been taboo for all of my life. You know, it's just recently that people talk about this stuff and come out and say that they, you know, they are uh, homosexual or bisexual, whatever the situation may be. It's just recently that this started happening. I want to say, I want to say this here. Whatever you choose to do with your life, socially, sexually, psychologically, spiritually, or otherwise, I hope that you do it in the most moral way. I would never judge you if you don't do it in a way that I see fit for me. Because the shoes that I wear don't fit your feet. And the shoes that you wear don't fit my feet. You are the orchestrator of your own destiny. And with that, I'm going to say, I want us to pray for all the victims. I want us to pray for all the victims of domestic abuse, domestic violence, and things of that nature. I want us to pray for all the victims of psychological abuse. Because that's the abuse that just lasts. That's that abuse, that's that abuse that that gives birth to trauma. I want us to heal 
start learning how to heal and stop continuing to live in pain and hurt. Stop looking up to these brothers like P. Diddy and Will and, and TDJ. Stop looking up to them for our answers. Every answer that you ever can need to know about yourself or others is within you. It's right there. Let's stop looking outside of ourselves for peace of mind. Let's stop putting people on pedestals that don't deserve to be there. And let's not judge lest ye be judged. With that, I'm going to say peace and love to those within the sound of my voice. And for those who cannot hear the sound of my voice, I'm going to say pass along the message because someone needs to be inspired.